The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Winter Wonder Slam is next week. Take and a this, shape, man. And this week's <clears throat> AEW Dynamite, my voice is breaking down right now. So, uh, what, Uh-oh, you're you getting sick? What did they do on this week's AEW Dynamite, Larson? Well, they had some fun matches. Uh, Kenny Omega had a really good interview, I thought. Uh, Mox, they were trying to do that contract signing gimmick again. This time, Mox beat up Omega and had a, a pretty good promo. Ooh, that's, um, a, that's a good starting point. Hold on a second. So, clearly it's not Kenny Omega who beat up John Meoxley. Who was it, Larson? Tell so I'm me gonna now. Go back, I'm going to go back to that uh, 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 our news brief today where at the end we talked about an article, an interview uh, that uh, Tony Khan did with the Asbury Park Press where he said something about the landscape of the show is about to change. He's always looking at ways to improve or expand the roster. So if you look at it, uh, really short-term obvious stuff, landscape of the show is about to change well whenever you have a new world champion that could be the landscape of the show changing however if they've worked out some sort of deal where somebody from another promotion could come attack moxley because he's got a title opportunity against him i'm talking about kenta have kenta show up after winter wonder slam next week lay out mox after kenny beats him that would change the landscape of things yeah, I, I honestly don't think so. For some people, they might think that's wishful thinking. I think you're, you're probably spot on. Um, so, uh, it, number one, number one, he says, Tony Khan, in that same interview, he's the quote, I have some aces up my sleeve. Um, oh, Tanahashi then. It's Tanahashi. Could be Tanahashi. Oh, ace. Probably not Tanahashi because he's a no, good guy. But, yeah. but the idea that I've got some aces up my sleeve it's not impossible. Maybe what if Tanahashi was, I mean, look, Moxley's not a talent exchange to New Japan because they've signed him. But um, what if they did offer up a talent exchange? We saw Tanahashi in that cameo already a couple weeks back with the Jericho thing. What yeah. if he is the first challenger for uh, Kenny Omega's AEW title? So there could be that. He also, uh, there was this uh, quote uh, this was, uh, oh, okay. So he spoke to, uh, CBR 
which I think is comic book resources or it used mm-hmm. to be comic book resources. Now they just call it mm-hmm. CBR. And um, in that particular interview, he talks about his fondness for the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how he relates that to AEW. And one thing that you know MCU obviously does is they have a lot of cross promotion type stuff going on within their own universe, within their fran- movie franchises. You see characters from all over all the other different franchises coming through each other's movies, and then they form one big super movie. And so given that he's a fan of that form of storytelling, it is entirely likely, it is entirely possible that the man that laid out Moxley is in fact Kenta, who's coming after that United States championship. So I think that's pretty cool. I think that's uh, pretty exciting if it's true. Now any other answer, uh, anybody within AEW, that'd be it'd be really, really lame. Um, but yeah, Winter Wonder Slam, that should be a really fun show. They're really stacking that that card. Yeah. Um, and even uh, kind of laying the groundwork for other matches. I don't think were officially announced, but could potentially happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm kind of surprised that Pac versus Eddie Kingston wasn't announced for it at the end of the show. Because sometimes as a beatdown is happening, they'll get word from, from TK, Tony Khan, mm-hmm. that he signed the match. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, that's what Twitter's for as well. I mean, I know this isn't WWE, but still, uh, they rely on social media quite a bit too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, and then another sort of, you know, big-ish development uh, it seems like we're on the road to that FTW title being an actual, you know, title that has its own ranking well, system and stuff well, like that. Hold on, it's on the verge of being an actual title that Cody's about to win. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, in that EVP contract, is he's got a clause that says he can't go 30 days or 60 days without having a title around his yep. waist. Yeah. We've been. Yeah. Yep. We've 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 claimed that for a little while now. Yeah. It seems to be the case. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's 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 a tradition as old as pro wrestling when you're booking the territory. Yeah, look at Chad. Too bad, exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. So let's go um, ahead. That, and, the, oh yeah. Before before we move on to the, the breakdown, I want to get into this Kenny uh, Moxley because that's you know main event of Winter Wonder Slam. Yeah. They both had talking bits. Big big deal. Um, so going back to let's go fast before we talk about the Kenny one because we can talk about that within the flow of the show. Let's fast forward a bit to the box one. So the setup was contract signing. Uh, let's try this again. Uh, so Kenny's making his entrance. And of course, he's got that crap game show music. He's got the Jaguars cheerleaders who seem like they're just kind of barely rehearsed their dance routine. Although through the weeks, it has got, gotten quite a bit sharper. Mm-hmm. Remember the first time they did it, they were like way off. <laughs> but I think just through repetition, basic repetition, that they're professionals, um, uh, they've got it. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but the choreography is not terribly inspired. No. I wonder if Kenny did that himself. Probably. Um, and and so, you know, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance to Kenny's presentation these days. But it all seems very superficial. Mm, yeah. Um, and even like the curtain he has over the tunnel when he's about to make his entrance with game show music. So when he's about to, to go through there, he's staying in the tunnel with a silhouette there. Mox lays him out, beats him down the ring, uh, hits him with a paradigm shift on the title. And uh, the, the, we'll go to the, the specific beats later on. But the general thing was, uh, if you're the wrestler you think you are, you need to dig down deep, Kenny, and find that competitor. Mm-hmm. So I know, like the last two contract signings, Tony's referred to Kenny as the cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been making a big point about that. Yeah. And apart from calling 
Kenny the Cleaner. There's nothing about Kenny Omega right now that is in any way really reminiscent of the Cleaner in New Japan. Nothing. I mean, so vi- visually, I mean, you know, he's with the sunglasses and stuff on a superficial level. It's just the sunglasses, but in terms of how he carries himself, how he talks. It feels like fake cleaner. I see what you're saying. I know yes, what you're saying. It yeah, feels like sure. fake cleaner. So I yeah. wonder if the, the thing is Mox thinks Kenny laid him out last week. So he lays him out this week saying, you got to, fi- you got to, you know, you got to find the cleaner in you. And I uh, wonder if next week, if we'll see, if we will see the true cleaner, I'm talking leather jacket. The trunks, the toothpick, maybe even the broom. I don't know. Or if this is going to be a thing where Kenny has this match and he thinks, well, I'm on, I'm the talk of the town now. I'm going to be on the magazine covers because I'm, I got this match once I get that belt, doubly so. But since he really hasn't channeled the cleaner, he takes that L. Oh, he's not losing next week. He's not losing next week. I don't know. You know, dude, it's it's you, you bring that up. You bring that up. I think that the I think just the timing aspect of it, plus this the go home math, like Mox totally said strong. Um, stood tall. Um I, I you the the point you do bring up that I totally agree with is I feel like I'm waiting for the other shoot a drop when it comes to all this cleaner stuff because it's very been very obvious and maybe it maybe maybe Kenny is not out here playing 3D chess man maybe he's not uh uh maybe he's not overthinking it maybe in his mind this is he's brought back the cleaner and this is what it is um but it does feel too manufactured for it to be that simple. And so I wonder what other to it. thing it feels like there's more to it. I mean, because his performance against hangman, it felt like the clean. I mean, it felt like there's been moments. There's been yeah. moments where he felt like, you know, that iteration of Kenny was coming back, but we always get little glimpses, you know, cause after that, he, he got into that car and the young bucks were like, Hey, what are you doing? And he's like, if you get in this car with me, there's no turning back. Mm. And like the very next week, you know, he was just kind of passive aggressive talking about Paige being uh, not up to his standards in terms of singles wrestling. Yeah. But, you know, a couple weeks ago, he and Paige were in the ring together. You know, they got they did a little crap talk, but it wasn't like super chippy. If he was here, though, I wonder if he'd say, guys, I've got brooms. I've got the sunglasses. I'm talking like this. Stuff. What else do you want from me? I'll, 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 let's a- roll. Let's role play. What else do you want from me? I want to. I've see said this- I'm the cleaner. What do you I want to just because you say it doesn't make it so. I want to see that aggression. You don't. You that. didn't see it against Hangman at Full Gear. In mm, a little bit, but I haven't seen it since. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I I totally get what you're saying. I just wonder if this is what it is. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe we, I I get the feeling that maybe we're overthinking it, uh, but then maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it kicked off with John Silver, Johnny Hungy. Versus Hangman, um, John Silver is hilarious these days. He's so great. He carries himself with such a such a confidence that's hilarious because he's he's like five four, uh, and yeah. you look at Hangman who's just like a picturesque man, uh, and and Silver out there trying to you know compare arms with Hangman, and Hangman just lays oh, him out the nasty great. nasty forearm, and Silver's kind of laughing his way through some of this, and then Hangman. You know, uh, tries to toss him on the apron and do the little springboard thing, and Silver 
counters and basically takes over the match for a good couple minutes there mm-hmm. um, and has like a real nasty, aggressive streak. Uh, but then uh, in the, the way, end... The mm-hmm. way John Silver can get in a lot of offense in a very short amount of time is mm-hmm. insane. It's pretty Both cool, yeah. a singles yeah. competitor and in tag team contests with Alex Reynolds. The way they he and they can combine you know, like a flurry of moves in quick uh, succession is incredible. Yeah, the, yeah, I know you're tired. There's that bit where Hangman goes for a buckshot and Silver counters with like five things in a row. Uh, in like 10 seconds. Punctuating with a brain buster, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a damn good wrestler. Mm-hmm, he really so yeah, is. eventually Page does get the win. He hits uh, he eats a bunch of kicks from Silver. Responds with a power bomb that gives him a two count. He hits a buckshot lariat for the win. Um, the Dark Order hit the ring. Uno gets on the mic and is like, "Hey, we're not there to jump you. Done it before, and that's something I regret. I regret some of the things I've done, just like you have regret regretted some of the things you've done. You used to be in a group, and there's several times that you wanted to leave that group." And they wouldn't let you. Sounds like a cult to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, hey, I know you feel like you don't have a whole lot of friends, a whole lot of people to count on, you can talk to. Just want to say, we're here for you. Yeah. And they leave. Uh, yeah, if this leads to uh, Hangman versus uh, Mr. Brody Lee, I'll be very happy. That would make me very happy, too. Let's talk about this Kenny interview, because I thought this was pretty good. Um, and in, in, in certain respects, he backtracked a bit from... Uh, last time so he says you know i've had a lot of time to reflect he's come to the conclusion the more things change the more they stay the same he said I, you know i don't want to sound cliche but that's the realization i've had he said a year ago he almost exactly a year ago he was nursing injuries from mox from their lights out match he said and i lost i can admit that well just two weeks ago he said i look at the record books you never beat me john um he says, fast forward to now, things stay the same. The only difference now is that he sees Mox's face on the magazines. People call him the best in the world. He said, but after the elimination, eliminator tournament, suddenly it's the return of the cleaner, the true best in the world. Common thread that binds him is that AEW title. And for a year, he's clawed his way back to the top to be taken seriously again. He tells Mox to leave the garbage wrestling at home. If he wants to be the best, then you got to beat Kenny in the middle of the ring. He says, I don't care if you pin me, submit me, choke me out. Do it based on your ability. And then he says, he leaves. And he goes, oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I thought about Mox's story last week about his dad. It was touching. But then I got to thinking about it. You know, maybe Mox's dad isn't that tough after all. I kind of think that my dad could beat up Mox's dad. And mm-hmm. then he leaves. He said, my dad can beat the shit out of your dad. Um, after that, we had a Darby Allen video, a the film school project from Darby Allen, where he lit a car on fire. That had a like Team Taz or, or uh, FTW on the uh, painted on the on the top. They did of it. the thing. They did the thing though. It was all in black and white, except the flames of the fire were were in vivid mm-hmm. Technicolor. Hilton Hilton used to do that with the Kings teases. Mm-hmm. It was all in mm-hmm. black and white, except it was purple because that was the King. That is the King's yep. colors. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of that, but uh, <laughs> this was cool. Uh, after that, we had the newly dubbed. Powerhouse Hobbs. What do you think of the name Powerhouse Hobbs? I kind of like it, man. I kind of like right. it. Yeah, it's I right. like it. Um, give me a, okay, then give me an alternative to Will Hobbs. That how is about not just Hobbs? Hobbs. Uh, how about Calvin and? Eh? 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 Anyways, he uh, destroyed, dismantled, completely oh, yeah. annihilated poor Lee Johnson. Yeah. Boy, Lee, Lee Johnson. He's out of a job thanks to MJF laying him off with their uh, his presidential staff. 
And now he's getting absolutely picked apart by powerhouse, a man named Powerhouse. He looked, Hobbs looked amazing. And then with the singlet, yeah, he looked amazing. He yeah. looked great. And I loved when he got the pin on Lee, he found the camera that was on oh. close up. Yeah. And it was terrifying. I know. Because he'd look at it and he'd sort of like give a, man, I'm going to mess you. I, I just mess this dude. I just mess the dude up face. And I'm about to mess you up too. And yeah. then he sort of drifts away from it, and then he goes back into it. Yeah. Oh, that was terrifying. Considering, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, you know, if he wrestled for a whole lot of other promotions that do TV stuff. The way he's yeah. acclimated to wrestling for television, it's been pretty damn incredible. Because I noticed yeah. that too, especially at the end, because like he immediately found where that camera was. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. I wonder if it's a it's a relatively simple direction to give. You just have to remember, look for the camera with the red light on. Yeah. Um. And I, I, you know, I maybe he did, some people don't remember that, but he did, and it was awesome. Uh. So after well, that, I think it's a, a different skill set because probably wrestling in the independence, you work the plate of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and to kind of uh, turn that aspect of it off, especially now with basically no crowd there, yeah. two hundred people. Oh, the crowd was pretty lively tonight, or they just mic'd it better. Um, and to perform for the cameras that's different it takes well, I remember reps. I remember uh when Leo Rush had like one of his first matches in NXT on TV there was a bit where the ref yeah. Told like the, yeah you can you can catch him on you ca- you caught her on camera or on on microphone telling him to hey hard play cam, the hard, hard cam. cam yeah 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 and he was like what where am I huh yeah um so anyways, afterwards, Taz gets on the mic and he says uh, he wants somebody from management to come out, tell him why the FTW title isn't recognized. And if somebody turns my mic off, I'm going to go to commentary over there. I know how this stuff works. This isn't my first time at the rodeo. I swear, he's got like five different cliches every time he drops a promo. And it's great because they're all delivered amazingly. Um, so anyways, his, eventually. His mic does get cut, yes. His mic gets cut. Cody comes out and says, hey, this he's done. This guy's done. And he says, Taz, next week, this can be settled in the tag match that we're going to have. And uh, Taz basically, you know, says, no, dude, I want the FTW title recognized. And Cody says, okay, I hear what you're saying. How about this? I'll run it up the flagpole. And then he brings up, and Taz, that's not good enough for Taz. And then he brings up Taz's son. And he says, he's training to be a wrestler, but he's not training with you. He's training with me. And Taz is like, whoa, you crossed the line there, man. You shouldn't have brought that up. Acts like he's leaving. Cody stupidly gives him his back, and Taz takes it yep. and chokes Taz him out. Mission. Yeah, and then Taz leaves with his son. So whatever training Cody was doing with his son in kayfabe, anyways, that's done with. Yep. Um, so yeah, this is totally a road to uh, the FTW title being a thing, and Cody's. Pro- and yeah, Cody that's not totally. that can't be right, right? Cody's not going to get that thing. It, really? Ah! I'd be I'd be pretty damn shocked if Cody has a match for the FTW title and doesn't win it. <laughs> oh man! After that, we had he, an... he he put his superstar over for the year, Darby. Mm-hmm. He got the yeah. win over. Now he's tagging with them, so apparently they're cool. So on for uh, Cody to go on a winning streak until I don't know, and the next year he finally put somebody over. I wonder if uh, he was a big fan of ECW back in the day. Oh, I always love the I always love the FTW title, Santa for F the world. Anyways, after that, uh, we had an yeah. Eddie Kingston interview. What did he say in this interview, Larson? He said he's not mad at Penta. 
he's just really disappointed. He said he expected it from Phoenix, but uh, he says, hey, Pac, you've been gone for a while, but the king is here. You may have won the battle, but you're not going to win the, the war. Then Mox steps in, gets right in Eddie's face, and they have a stare down for a few beats. And Eddie just says, you know, it wasn't me. You know who it was. And he says, I got my own stuff to handle. And so he just leaves. Any clues there? Do you think Kingston knows? Do you think Kingston, or is Kingston just thinking that it's uh, he thinks it's Kenny also? I I would assume he would just he would think it was Kenny. Mm-hmm. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, we had Top Flight versus TH2, the Hybrid 2. Uh, and this was a pretty fun match uh, for Top Flight's first post-signing uh, uh, episode of AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of cool stuff going on here. Uh, in the end, though, uh, Helico did that really cool. It's like a knee Navarro bar. death roll. Oh, is that what it's called? It looks, That's it's what Excalibur called it. It yeah. looks great. I've, yes. I have not. I don't watch Dark, so I haven't really been too exposed to TH2. But goddamn, this looked like it hurt. Yeah, yeah. And Helico's a really good uh, technical wrestler. He's man. a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jack Evans, he's kind of like John Silver. Where he can just do a bunch of moves in really, you know, quick succession. And whenever I've yeah. seen Jack Evans, I've always been really impressed. Again, I haven't seen a whole lot of his uh, yeah, yeah. work, but uh, anyway. So uh, at the end, and Helico won't let go of the submission. So mm-hmm. the young bucks come down, make the save. Uh, when Evans was dropping some boots on, uh, yeah, on, uh, Dante's knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, young bucks take out. So we're gonna get a young bucks uh, TH2 program. It seems that'd be cool. 
That's cool. I know like a couple, like it was like a month ago or something, they were talking about how difficult they found it mm-hmm. uh, to pitch ideas for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that that's sort of been figured out, you know, so they'll have a high profile feud. They're a, just a really terrific, yeah. really terrific team. Yeah. Well, after that, we had a uh, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero promo. Uh, Vicky's talking about nepotism. She defines it. And she says, well, that sounds a lot like Brandy Rhodes. She wonders if uh, Swole, Sarita Deeb, and Red Velvet would appreciate being influenced by Brandy. Uh, she says, I guess what after happened last week, uh, Brandy's business plan is set up for failure and said, hey, if you need advice, give me a call. Um, one thing, one thing, this was whatever. Uh, it was fine. Um, Vicky's good. I, I, we need to do, we need to have a moratorium on promos where they, def, where they use definitions. Agreed. Agreed. I've never liked that. I've never liked that one. Cause you see it everyone like a villain in like some sort of fiction no TV or movie. I hate it. You know, evil yeah. is defined as and then like a dictionary version. I can't stand that. Like, I, I don't want to hear anybody else ever say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again, and again, expecting, you know, different results, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. How many times I heard that? Oh, a million, a million times a day. It's like a Bohemian Rhapsody on classic radio. You hear it all the time. I, I will say this, that it seems like finally they're trying to get some storylines going for the women's division. Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally appreciate that. But, you know, we like to pick up the details. Um, no, because um, honestly, the main reason I probably wouldn't have brought this up, but like WWE does that a lot, like the over scripted, you know, uh, uh, where they do stuff like that, where they, you know, toss out terms and then define them. It's just a weird thing of mine. Anyways, uh, yeah, no one but really no, talks that way. No I agree with that. that so, dude, what the hell? I thought FTR was gone. No, they're not gone, man. They're still there. They're still there. They're still there. They had a video package, a promo. Yeah. Uh, Cash called wor- uh, Full Gear the worst night of his life. And Dak says, yeah, for three seconds, for three seconds, the Young Bucks were the better team. Wow. But he's like, I need those AEW tag titles. Punches the table. Yeah. And then Tully says it's their destiny to be tag champs, and they will be the next tag champs. Now we're going to see him in uh, Impact or uh, New Japan or something. No. Anyway. No. guess I did sign a real deal. I guess so. Uh, uh, this next the, match was actually kind of fun. I did not have a, a whole lot of hopes for this, but it was actually fun because everybody involved was working with a, a great deal of intensity. He had the whole inner circle ringside getting involved. It was actually quite a bit of fun. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of what it was. You first you got to see for the first time uh, MJF and Wardlow actually you know participating in some inner mm-hmm. circle business. Uh, that was a lot of fun. They do. They look like an imposing group now, even though yeah. they, I, I do kind of feel like they need to tell Wardlow and Hager, don't make it cartoonish. The whole I'm going to stare at you all the time mm-hmm. thing. Like, OK, it was funny. It was good. Time to like act like normal human beings again instead of wrestling characters. Um, but uh, but yeah, well, the first thing when I saw it, Kaz, man, every week I see or whenever I see him, I think this is he use a hyperbaric chamber. The guy doesn't age. It's it's weird, right? He, he looks doesn't. In, he looks age. incredible. He looks incredible. It's in. It's like especially next to Daniels, who simply looks his age. There's nothing wrong with that. He looks like a very very fit whatever however however old well, he is, fifty something year old. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean he look. Daniels looks great. I would be. Com- so I would Kazarian, be the luckiest person. Kazarian is forty three. Yeah, he looks amazing. Like, yeah. look at us, and then look at him. Like, we're the same age, really? Jeez. We well, I, got like a couple years, who... I got a couple years on him, but yeah, I see your point. 
<laughs> no, man. <laughs> Good kayfabe there. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, my only notes here. <laughs> these uh, Daniels notes is 50. So... Daniels is 50. Okay. These notes are so bad. I, all I have here is, does Kaz use a hyperbaric chamber? Something happens. Scorpio Sky and Chair run off inner circle. Oh, you totally missed the finish, huh? No, I watched. I saw, like, didn't MJF try to use his diamond ring or something? And then he got well, he did. By so Kazarian yeah. gets in the ring and the rest pushing him out to distract it, you know, distracts the ref. So MJF, they, yeah, pushes Daniel, punches Daniels with the diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Jericho falls with a nasty look at Judas effect. And Hager covers him for the win. Yeah. Um, and then it was also announced, like, I think sometime around here, yeah. that the diamond. What is it called? The, the Diamond Dozen Battle Royal. Yeah. The Diamond Ring will be defended next it's week. It's going to be defended. MJF's going to have to win this again. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Scorpio Sky going to win this ring off him? Be nice if he won something. I'm trying to remember if he was in the graphic. Sean Spears was. Um, Matt Seidel was in there. You would think he would be. You would think so, considering he's at a program with Sean Spears. Yeah, right. I don't remember if he was in there. <gasps> it was a really fun match. There was a lot of intensity. Inner Circle getting involved all over the place. Kazarian just going on runs, doing insane stuff. It was great. Man, Hamish just confirmed, dude, on NXT, the grizzled young veterans show up. I'm so excited now. I'm so excited. That just perked Wow. Me Man, this was lame. Uh, the Miro and Kip video game extravaganza. Yeah. And before it really even starts, Orange Cassidy sort of meanders into the frame they chase him off but it was just well, he, tr- he, he wanders into the trailer and turns off their xbox and that's what gets him upset yeah and then the best friends attack and even like even like their little brawl outside was lame and then miro grabbed the cameraman and says hey you got to get out of here and like pushes him over and the implication was because you don't see what happens next that miro beat the hell out of everybody i guess so boy that's what i gathered yeah, I mean, I, I can assume that. I guess they, you know, this this is the this is the downside of freedom. This is when somebody comes in. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, I like to play video games, buddy. Okay, we'll put you with Kip. He likes video games too, and you guys can just figure it out. And then this is what happens. Yeah, at least it was short. <laughs> yeah, Miro's. I just feel like he's worth so much more. Oh, he is, for sure, for sure. Uh, then we had the Kenny Mox contract signing, as I mentioned earlier. Mox attacks Kenny while he's waiting in the tunnel during his entrance, toss him in the ring, toss him over the table, set up for the contract signing. Uh, Mox places the belt on the mat in the ring, and Kenny reaches out and grabs it. And then Mox steps on his hand. Yeah, why did Kenny try to grab the title? <laughs> it wasn't a scramble. No. <laughs> because he no, so ma- desperately wants it. Because the match that's, that's, wasn't tonight. That's that that title means he's number one in the business, and that's what Kenny wants. Yeah, um, but there there is that, that there there is some going back to what you mentioned. Like if I had seen some desperation in his promos or anything, I mean he sort of talks, but he talks almost nonchalantly about uh, uh, you know wanting to be the face and wanting to be number one and on the magazine. Too relaxed. Covers. That's the thing. He's too relaxed. He's very relaxed. But then, yeah, he desperately grabs the title because, like you say, I think he should be desperate to get it. Yeah, that's why I feel like there's something else. That's something else has got to happen. Something either going on. either something either there is a either there is 
a disconnect in the execution or there is something else that's going to happen. It could be either well, one, though. Well, I mean, yeah, I suppose there's disconnect. There could be a potentially disconnect in the execution, but it feels like to me either this the whole point of this beatdown was for Omega to not be so casual about things. That could be. Essentially. So, uh, so uh, Mox hits him with the paradigm shift on the belt, asks Tony for the mic. He says, uh, he doesn't know who Kenny hired last week, but they did a bad job. He says, next time Kenny wants to put a hit on somebody, give him a call. He knows a couple of guys in Philadelphia. Uh, he says, uh, I thought our beef was squashed last year, but now consider them even. There's only one way to be champ, and that's by digging down deep into his guts and finding the Kenny everyone thinks you are. Because I don't even think Kenny at this point feels like he's the Kenny that he is. Used to be. Yeah. But he thinks if he gets the title, that he will be. But I think there's more to it than that. Uh, and Mox says the two best wrestlers on the planet will tangle for the title. Uh, this isn't a game to him. There's, this isn't jokes on being the elite. It's not dancing girls. Tells Kenny to steady his ha hand, aim, and take his shot because he's only going to get one. He signs the contract, and then he gets out of there. Mm -hmm. While Kenny rolls around grabbing his neck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll give them the uh, benefit of the doubt. Now, if Kenny wins next week clean with no change in his character, then, yeah, disconnect in terms of execution. But either he comes out, as I said, leather jacket, tights, all that. Or, I mean, if I was... I mean, he, had, I was, he, had, he had the sleeveless uh, he had the sleeveless leather duster before. Mm -hmm. That wasn't he, the leather jacket. It was cleaner, though. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, or know. or he thinks just putting superficially the cleaner stuff out there is enough to get him back to the place he was, and he loses and finds out no, it's not. That's something else entirely. How cool would it have been today tonight though if he responded, you know, to Mox and like you know maybe they he he they they give they have no problem you know drawing blood ever, you know have Mox you know he draws blood and Kenny says you know I'm not the guy who did it. But you just opened up something that you probably shouldn't have. And then we get to see what you're talking about. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it would have been mm -hmm. nice to have gotten a clue. But honestly, these days, I go, I, I go, whenever I, I have any doubt about AEW, I go to what they did with Hobbs. How all those weeks, he came out late. And we even made fun of it. And lots of people did. And it was all because they knew that he was going to turn and join, and he had already mm -hmm. done that, and that's mm -hmm. why he showed up late and never put hands on him. It's absolutely remarkable, a little bit of storytelling. So yeah. they they have the full benefit of the doubt from me. After that, we had an inner circle interview uh, where Jericho, you know, MJF is obviously pretty pissed because he's been clocked by Kaz. Jericho says, hey, for the first time ever next week at Winter Wonder Slam, it's going to be me versus you, Kaz. You've had a great career, but it's going to be over. And then he puts Floyd up in the camera's business. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, after that, we had a really cool uh, video package hyping up the Hikaru Shida and Anna Jay women's title match that was happening next. Um, I'm kind of bummed out that uh, they went to commercial break during this match because I actually felt like it was going pretty well. I was pretty into this. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know the whole story was Anna Jay is completely different wrestler than she was earlier this year. The first time she had a match against Sheeta, and this match told that story. Yes, um, that she is a completely different wrestler 
Um, she looks for the Queen Slayer early. Sheeta escapes that. Um, and then through like the picture-in-picture commercial break and through the whole full commercial break, uh, Anna Jay was in control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she uh, sinks in. So uh, so she has the upper hand, and uh, Ty Conti uh, walked down the ring with her, and she yells at her to get a chair, and and, and, and Ty Conti's like, no, I'm not going to do that while she's getting the chair. So mm-hmm. she puts in the ring, and, and while she's doing that, the ref walks over, grabs it, to get rid of it. Meanwhile, Silver hands Anna Jay uh, Sheeta's kendo stick. Uh, Jay hits Sheeta with the knee with it. Covers, gets a two, sinks in the Queen Slayer, her, her rear naked choke. Uh, Sheeta escapes that. Hits her with a form to the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Um, goes for a suplex. Jay reverses that to a pitting combination. Gets a two. And then Sheeta hits a straight jacket suplex. A sliding form. That gets her a two. And then she has a shining wizard after that to get the win. Then she limps up to the stage, and then Abaddon comes crawling out, Ugh. blood dripping from her mouth, Mess. and she like this recoils back, drops yeah. the belt, and so Abaddon uh, grabs the belt and licks it, and everybody just recoils. You hear like the crowd, go, Ugh. not the not great. now, not now, Abaddon. Come on, that's disgusting. It was pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty rad. All the only thing I think it needed was like the lights go down and give you some red lights and some smoke. That'd be cool, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe it's even creepier. Just so this lady comes out and she's all messed up, and it's like everything's normal. Sometimes yeah. that's even creepier, huh? Yeah. Uh, what do you make of this? A, oh, this Matt Hardy thing. I don't know because we're doing the same stuff on Twitter. Oh, fin- I'm sorry. Finish your thought about Abaddon. Oh, that. Uh, I just like that. Cheetah won the match, and rather than just having her win the match, going backstage, they immediately set up something else for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's the champion. That should happen. Yeah. So I it's agree. Like, like, a, like a little thing that should be happening on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of the first times they've actually done it. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, this Matt Hardy promo, yeah, it's the stuff he's been doing on Twitter where it's like all sorts of humble brag stuff. He was tweeting at private parties, you know, taking credit for basically all their success. Mm-hmm, um, right. And uh, this is kind of the same thing where he's like, hey, it's been a tough year, um, but considering I'm a star, I decided to inspire you all. If I could overcome all the odds that I had to, Simp, uh, you you all should be able to overcome the trivial odds that you have face on a daily basis. He said he won the elite deletion. He's back on top. So just think to yourself, what would Matt do? Mm-hmm. This feels very much like, I mean, he's always been a guy for reinvention. Um, it just feels is... like every week there's something new. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I, I've, I've been sort of like, I sort of don't pay much attention to him. But every time, like, I, I, I'm like, oh, he's just doing, like, a different thing. But he's got, like, all those different personas anyway, so I just sort of expect him to just be doing something. He's, mm-hmm. like, a, he just rewrites himself every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, Ricky Starks, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Brian Cage are in, like, the lobby of uh, there at the Daily's Place. And uh, Starks, thank God, is the one talking. Uh, he's got a big problem with oh, Cody. He's so good. He's so good. He's so damn good. And then Brian Cage tries to talk it's like you barely form a sentence. Um, yeah, Cage. Cage needs to just look good and do really cool stuff. He's really cool in the ring, but his voice is not very. He's got like zero confidence in his own voice, um, and uh, and especially against Ricky. I mean, Starks is so goddamn. He's so goddamn good. He yeah, really he is. is. Uh, and I notice they. I one thing I've noticed. 
on Twitter is that so much of the like he's been getting a lot of uh, uh, commentary time on Dark mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. days. Like I've noticed mm-hmm. clips of him on Dark, Same, which yeah. is great. Uh, so, anyways, they, they got he's got a big old problem with Cody, and uh, that's kind of it. I don't know. Was yeah, there any more about, yeah, we love we love AEW, but the only thing that yeah, the problem with Cody, paper thin ego gets in the way. He said tonight he begged Tony to cut Taz's mic so he couldn't remind everyone that they won last week. And also brings up the thing with his son. And he just says next week uh, he and Hobbs are coming to bust heads. Um, they also announced uh, more matches for next week. So we talked about Dynamite doesn't battle Royal. Uh, Jericho versus Kazarian confirmed. Darby and Cody taking on Hobbs and Starks. Britt Baker versus Layla Hirsch. That should be good. And then, of course, main event. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. John Moxley for Winter yeah. Wonder Slam. And then we have our main event, Butcher and the Blade, taking on Pac, Ray Phoenix. Uh, this match yeah. was all over the place. This was this was all over the place. It was a lot of fun. It was pretty brutal. Um there was even that bit. What what was that? What happened when Phoenix? I don't know. I don't know if like the camera angle is weird, but Phoenix did a thing where he, he like did a springboard at a at the at the butcher. And he either didn't get the 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 distance. Oh, I or think butcher. The idea, maybe the butcher countered it. I think the idea is that he tried to do like a cross body on butcher and just bounced right off him. And he just okay, or slapped him down or bounced off. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was funny a little bit there, but no, this was a lot of fun. I stole your I stole your notes on this because I totally turned away for the finish. Oh, okay, all right, very well. But yeah, it was fun. It was brutal. Uh, Pack had a couple of bruises like on his upper, like you know, like right below his 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 butt. I don't know exactly how that happened. Yeah, but it was pretty stiff. It was really stiff. Butcher and Blade are so much fun, man. I really love them. Yeah, man. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And uh, Pac and Phoenix were working really well together, hitting some double-team uh, offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so the finish saw uh, Phoenix, he tags himself in. He and Pack hit like a head-kick leg sweep combo. Phoenix goes to the top rope. Meanwhile, Pack is going after their butcher so eddie comes from commentary he knocks phoenix off the top rope um uh, uh pack is laid out butcher and the blade hit their finish to get the win i was actually really surprised at the outcome of this match but i guess you want mm-hmm. to build heat for this feud you yeah. can't have death triangle win everything mm-hmm. yeah right right um yeah. so the kingston family hits the ring they lay out death triangle uh bunny brings a chair in uh, eddie ddt's pack on it a couple times and then Lance Archer hits the ring. He still mm-hmm. has a bone to pick with Eddie. He takes them all out, uh, looks to choke slam Eddie. Uh, Eddie escapes that. Uh, more chaos. And then uh, Archer just kind of stands tall to, to finish the show. I was going to see if I could, because I'm trying to figure out. So I thought Eddie and Pack were going to have a thing, mm-hmm. but now Archer's getting in there. So is this all going to be? Uh, I'm going to go check out that uh, the Diamond Dozen. Thing. Oh, let's see if there's a graphic for it. See if there's a graphic. Don't for it. recall them being in it. Um, I mean, my, I mean, the thing is, like, I wouldn't figure they'd be in it, but what's the combination going to be here now that Archer has gotten into it? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I understand that. I, I was kind of wondering if it was going to be a situation where, and this is pure speculation, where Pack 
was gonna uh you know come to the states wrestle for a spell and then go back to england quarantine stay home for a spell and just kind of do that for a bit yeah um and then so what they were kind of doing was setting up archers archer and eddie afterward i don't know so i found this on cage side seats they have the graphics so it's mjf wardlow miro kip orange cassidy sean spears there's scorpio sky matt seidel uh, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy, Sammy, Hangman, and John Silver, it looks like. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, regardless, I'm, I'm curious to see how Archer fits into all this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that'll be good stuff. Um, anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Sure. Rick says, stopped in to say happy Thanksgiving, friendos. Enjoy, be safe, and eat your fill, and then some more. I'm out of here. Thank you, Dirty Rich. Thank you, Dirty and, Rich. Uh, hope you have a good uh, I'll too. echo everything you said. I hope everybody have a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Be safe. Yeah. Eat a bunch. Uh, let's see here. I have a uh, AW thread up here, and it's taking me a second to get to it. So, uh, Michael Sodope says, "How crazy would it be if Seth attacked Moxley?" Lol. That'd be very all the crazy. You got that right. <laughs> if that actually was the case. Bullet Club and AEW be incredible. They can make Bullet Club versus Elite Feud not a waste. The thing I would think, though, if anybody from New Japan that would be involved in AEW now, if that were to happen, would be the guys living in the States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The, all the quarantining and travel and stuff like that. Yeah, because Kenta, uh, I think, lives in Orlando. So, But, I mean, anything that they do now is going to just be a build to, you know, something bigger. Mm-hmm. Like way oh, yeah, like yeah, down yeah. way down the line. They're gonna be dipping their yeah. toes in before they go full on. I, I was like sort of half joking about the ace being uh Kenny's oh, yeah, I mean yeah, I, yeah. I could see that being a potential down the line, but not anytime soon. Yeah. Um Gregory Faella, is this the best that you've seen out of John Silver? He looked very explosive and fast in the ring. He's a blast, dude. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, man. The way he can string together moves so quickly is insane. Uh our Lopez Ortiz says, for me, the dream of a possible New Japan AEW impact working relationship is a World Cup of Wrestling Super G1 tournament or something every two years. It could be the most important event in wrestling if done correctly. It could be. That'd be pretty Get cool. Get everybody on the same page. It'd be pretty cool. But yep. uh, we've seen that before in the 80s when everybody, what was it, AWA, Memphis, they all try to do their own WCC. Or, uh, super yeah. card, yeah. Super yeah. Card. They all try to do their super card. And no one could agree who was going to win. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be better now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Flats three <laughs> says the mystery attacker not being revealed tonight makes me think Mox retains. There's more to the story feud. Yeah, but I think that could all be taken care of next week. Um, if done right. Uh, Hip hop hippo says Mox has dropped the title so he can fly to Japan and quarantine long enough to drop his other title to Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom a thousand percent. Not yeah, impossible. I get the I, I get the feeling that's probably going to be the case. I mean, it's my I guess the thing is like this is a this is a match that clearly should be taking place at a big pay per view. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they are creating, they're fabricating a special episode of Dynamite. They're doing it now at this time speaks volumes. So I do kind of feel like that. I mean, is it possible that Mox retained? Sure. 
But uh, I would be pretty surprised if that was the case. I think I would be too. I think I'm more inclined to think that the whole point of this beatdown and, and promo for Mox was to was for Kenny to dig deep. But after he said, "Hey, you got to dig deep to to find who Kenny really is," and thinking of all the superficial aspects of the cleaner he's been bringing out without, in terms of performance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, really being the cleaner, just maybe think, "Oh, maybe there's something more. Maybe they're gonna try to stretch this out a little bit." I don't know. Uh, Hugh Longheavy says, name one wrestler who is less FTW than Cody. Oh, my God. <laughs> like Ellsworth? Like, you can't. You really can't. He is, like, not like, look at how he dresses. And he has, like, private planes and stuff. Like, he's more, I, I mean, it's funny because, like, you know, he's he's the son of Dusty Rhodes, but he carries himself like Ric Flair, clearly. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. there's many parallels there. There really are. I know. Uh, let's see here. James Fletcher, who wins the dynamite diamond ring off MJF? He thinks it is, uh, Sammy Guevara just makes sense. Story-wise, that would be a hell of a thing. That would be a hell of a thing. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. That would be amazing. Uh, broken wheelchair. There's a video of Sheeta trying to clean the blood off the title on Instagram. Ooh, wouldn't even, I, 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 Put it in like a hazmat bag and uh, send it to like a professional. That's disgusting. Well, it's not real blood. Well, I know, man. Trying to keep kayfabe here. Oh, sorry. Uh, Got one? Uh, Yeah. War Machine MJ. I know you guys don't watch Dark, but they recently debuted a talk show with Britt Baker. I saw clips of that. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, they started it with TH2 as the guest, and this week her guest was Ty Conti. Cool. Uh, ANJ Network, so I w- would I be asked too much if I said I would have liked it better if they would have gave more of a Bray Wyatt taker type of uh, entrance for Abaddon? No, they'd be like bringing the lights down and stuff would be cool. I think uh, it would have fit more. I, I mean, I think it would have made more sense to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. White Brownie says, speaking of dark, it wasn't 15 matches. It was 17, Steve. I I get my info from the Rob Observer. I thought he said 15. Uh, Flat says they've hit multiple women's storyline beats three weeks in a row. Uh, Question is, what other TV show would you like to see AEW theme a TV program around? Seinfeld, the dynamite about nothing. Mm, that's good. I like that. Um, um, I don't know why, but the A team keeps on coming to mind. You know? Love it when a dynamite comes together. Yeah, there you go. That's good. That works. <laughs> how about uh, how about Night Rider? But it's like FTR in their little goofy truck. Yeah, and it talks to them. That'd be good. That'd yeah. be good. Struggle bus 420 with the sub and Golden Eagle. Golden Eagle says, Happy Thanksgiving, friendos. Thank you, Golden Eagle. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Wizard of Smoke says, NK Fabe, who were the couple of guys from Philly Moxley was referring to? Maybe some of his friends from CZW or something. In K Fabe, maybe he knew Will Smith's character from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, wasn't he? Oh, from could Philly? Be. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what be. other notable uh wasn't rocky from philly yeah yeah rocky could be rocky yep. and the fresh prince 
Mm-hmm. Who round out the stable? We need one more fictional character from Philadelphia. Um, uh, Charlie Day's character from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> or not? You don't, you don't want it to be or Danny Mac. DeVito? Fat Mac? No, Fat, fat Mac. Mac. Okay, Fat Mac. There you go. Fat Mac. It is. Matt, oh. Mad Dystopia says gritty. <laughs> There you go. Gritty's good. Uh, Jorge D and Kayfabe, where is Darby Allen getting all these cars destroyed? Does he have an uncle working in a junkyard? Sure. He's got a ton of land. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, did he? Wait, so did he? Was he actually a professional skateboarder? Because those dudes make some bank. I don't know if he actually was or was just trying to get into it. Mm, okay. Don't recall. All right. I mean, honestly, like, you know, it's junk junk cars are not expensive. Cause I was reading a thing where he said he slept in his car the night before full gear, you know, kind of I'm gonna keep myself humble type thing. Um and so he was talking about having you know, he grew up not having much. And then uh he said, Now that I have a house with a bunch of he said how much land he had, but it was a bunch of land. Um Okay, so uh, Wikipedia it says he later t- attended film school in Arizona, dropping out to pursue a career in skateboarding. But mm. uh, yeah, so I don't know <laughs> if he. Maggie says it was Philly Flexer that Mox was referencing. <laughs> White Brownie says he gets his cars from the Forgotten Sons. There you go. Rocco Certified says Sons of Anarchy themed episode. And you bring back a- I like he says bring back aces and eights. You know we're not talking about Impact right now. They yeah. were never in AEW. Folsom Joe some bits. Thank you very much. That's all the questions I have on the Patreon. Okay, okay. And I think we have all of them answered. Oh, wow. White Brownie says no spoilers, but Steve is going to love the Kevin Owens show on NXT. I know. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I've heard a lot of good things, but I haven't really seen specifics. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. He will long have, he says, imagine seeing them rush Abaddon into the hospital a few weeks ago. What well, goes through your head? Like, yeah, like if you're a, like as a shoot, if you're a hospital worker and they didn't like, obviously they probably they're the last thing on their minds is probably get this makeup off her face. You know, I'm sure there's somebody to say, hey. She's a pro wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. You saw this ass. What if it's someone from Impact that comes in to attack Mox? Who could it be? There's someone in Impact that has history with Mox, like Sammy Callahan. Uh, Horn Sammy Callahan was in CZW for a while. Oh, there you go. Let's say Hornswoggle. They did the thing where he's AJ Styles. I saw that. (laughs) I saw that. Um, uh, Christopher Kaufman says, Steve, you want to live forever. Cybernetic enhancements, enhancements, DNA improvements in the sort. Which AEW wrestler would you want to live forever with you? I mean, it'd be somebody probably that I'd want to see wrestle or I, I don't know what a, that's a weird question. Um, or like, would I be with this person? Would I form a bond because we're both immortal? I think it'd probably be the the, the latter there. You'd form okay. the bond because you're immortal. Well, live forever. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, like Tony Khan, because like he's super rich, and like I could just mooch off him. I'll be his Cato Kalen. 
All right. All right. <laughs> Can I stay in your guest house? You've been staying there for 200 years. You haven't kicked me out yet. Dang yeah. MQ says Kenta's last New Japan show in Japan was a power struggle two weeks ago. His recent match last Friday against David Finley was shot months ago, so he could conceivably show up next week, conceivably show up next week to confront Mox. I'm sure they figure all that stuff out. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Diehard Homer says, best hospital story is the actor who played Spider in Goodfellas getting cut open when Pesci shoots him. He gets rushed to the hospital with six bullet wounds in his shirt. Wait, uh, he actually got cut open in that scene? Maybe, but they had the squibs probably in the holes in the shirt for makeup. Right, right, right. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Philly Flexer gifting the sub to Cosmic497. Thank you very much, Philly Flexer. Thank you very much. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Be yes. safe. Please yes. uh, be smart. Uh, load up on food. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys back here on uh, Friday night mm-hmm. for some SmackDown. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.